Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What's up? What's up? Welcome in college football playoff rankings top 25 after week number 13. This is our live reaction show to the rankings. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. Sharing this stuff out. Sorry. There you go. There you go. I like that. I like that. Uh, And if you would, if you are paying attention, if you are in right now, go ahead and click that share button for us. The show, of course, you can always find us over at winningcureseverything.com. All of our social media platforms. Come on, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Chapped ass and ready to get onto this. (laughs) All of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, etc., you can find over at winningcureseverything.com. All of our videos podcasts, picks, previews, everything else is over there. So go check it out, winningcureseverything.com. And, of course, you can always find uh, find us, not always, but most of the time, down at Tunica. Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. I, uh, I just got hit up by a couple of guys that are actually coming into Tunica tomorrow for the Thanksgiving holiday and they wanted to know where we spend our time. We uh, we gave them some recommendations. So if you need recommendations, hit us up. We'll let you know where you need to go. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button. And then make sure you comment in. Share the show out with your buddies. All that kind of fun stuff. But, uh, but yeah, this is a reaction show. This is where you get to ask questions. You get to talk to us while we're going through the rankings. We, uh, we look forward to this every week. Every Tuesday night until the final bell which will be on Sunday, December the 8th. You ready to hop into it? Yep. Let's start down at the bottom. Let's go ahead and talk. Let's uh, let's jump into number 25, App State. They're 21 at the... Oh, wait, the way that we're going to do this, by the way. We do five teams. We just read through them really quickly, and then we discuss the rankings as we go from there. Number 25, App State. They're 21 at the Massey Composite. Number 24, Virginia Tech. 
They're actually 35 at the Magic Composite, uh, but they're playing much better than that. Remember, these rankings encompass the entire season. So, uh, number 35 at the Magic Composite for Virginia Tech, 24 here. 23, Iowa State, they're 25 at the Magic Composite. 22, USC, that is exactly where they are. And 21, Oklahoma State, they're 24 at the Magic Composite. You see anything crazy here? No. I no, think, I'm, I'm uh, okay with all of this. Iowa State is a good team. Um, I, I I don't know of anybody else that I would have up there. I think Iowa State's a, a good team. My, my issue is, is some of these teams, when I first saw it, I thought, yeah, I probably wouldn't have them in the top 25. And then I was kind of looking behind them saying, nobody else is really deserving either. So I'm, I'm not upset with the bottom of this at all. I, I might. Um, I don't know. I mean, SMU is 9-2. and two, Air Force is 9-2. and two, Louisiana 9-2. and two. I, I think all of those teams are really good. Navy, I mean, I know they got blasted by Notre Dame, but... Yeah, no, okay, I, I probably would have SMU and Navy in. I mean, that was a good game last week. The problem is, is they're not going to put those teams in over Power 5 teams, and they won't put them in over a one-loss App State because those teams have two losses. Yeah. That's I, that's the only issue we're dealing with. Um, Oklahoma yeah. State stays at 21 uh, now, they lost uh, Spencer Sanders. They didn't look great against West Virginia, but they were efficient. They did get, you know, they won by a touchdown. Well, that's your classic look-ahead spot, though. Oh, yeah. They've got the game they care about. You, uh, when they realized they weren't playing for a Big 12 title after they lost a couple games early, I, I think they were looking to Bedlam. I think I think let's, you were Let's ruin on. this guy's season. You are dead on. Uh, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching Facebook, wherever it is, share the show out for us. Tell you buddies about it. We would appreciate that. Let's jump into the top 20. Number 20, Boise State, they are 20 at the Magic Composite. Number 19, Cincy, they are 19 at the Magic Composite. Number 18, Memphis, they are 17 at the Magic Composite. Number 17, Iowa, they are actually number 18 at the Composite. And number 16, Notre Dame, is actually number 11 at the Magic Composite. Uh, Notre Dame, 9-2, and two, sitting behind uh, a three-loss Auburn team. Yeah, I, th- I would have those two teams flipped. I would have Notre Dame over Oregon as well. Yeah, I'm I'm a little where that Wisconsin Michigan is, we'll get to them. I would have Notre Dame directly behind them. Those are teams that have kind of played, I guess not really around Robin, but played one another. Yeah. In a sense. That's that's the order I would have them in. I think they should be up higher than they are. I would be okay with Memphis and Cincinnati both being over Iowa. I mean it would make sense. Iowa's, Iowa's defense got three is really good. Um Iowa's offense not great. Questionable. Yeah. And, uh, and and not super impressive. They've got three losses. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I, they give uh, they give some preferential treatment here. And to be fair, Memphis, you know, they've got one top twenty five win that was a top twenty five win at that point sure. over SMU. Uh, and then they do have the one loss to Temple. Iowa has played five top twenty five teams. They lost three of them. They beat two of them. They do have a top ten win over number uh, eight Minnesota. We'll get to them. Uh, Mike jumps in on YouTube. He said, what's up? How you doing, buddy? Thanks for jumping in. Let's do the top 15 here. Okay. Number 15, Auburn. They are 16 at the Massey Composite. Number 14, Oregon. They are also 14 in the Composite. Number 13, Michigan, is actually number 8 at the Composite. Actually, And that's right. Number 12, Wisconsin, is actually number 10 at the Composite. I agree with that. Number 11, Florida, is actually 12 at the Composite. Uh, I think I would definitely have Notre Dame over Auburn and Oregon here. And I would also have Auburn over Oregon. 
They've got the head-to-head. Their three losses are three pretty damn good losses considering all three of those teams yeah. are in the top five. Well, top 11. Well, they've, Oh, yeah, because they have the Florida loss. Yeah, Florida, Georgia, and... I thought they uh, played Georgia, LSU. not... Yeah, they did. Yeah, they played... They Georgia. haven't played Bama yet. Yeah, they haven't played Bama I was, yet. They, I was forgetting the, the Florida loss and assuming the... Here we go. Mike says, I was a great home team on the road, uh, on the road issues. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's okay. totally fair. And then Benjamin jumps in. He said, Memphis was also playing against the refs against Temple. That's true, but if you don't turn the football over four times, then we're not even talking about this. Yeah, the refs didn't cause that. Yeah. I mean, they, the the end of the game, definitely. But yeah, that was, that was even that still, as bad at finish. But. Memphis has one loss, and they're still sitting in a pretty good spot. Like, they're, they were never going to be a playoff team. But number 18, they're still projected to be, you know... I, the frustrating part is, is if they win the next two games, if they beat Cincinnati two times in a row, that doesn't get them in a top ten. And it it would be huge for a school for them to finish in the top ten. And I don't know that they're not deserving of that. Yeah. But I think there's way too many teams above them. They won't all lose. Well, they can't all lose because they're all going to play one another. Yeah. Some of them are going to definitely lose, and some are are going to have to win. So, uh, Mike, it says uh, that team up north. I didn't know Mike was an Ohio State guy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> team up north shouldn't jump Wisconsin either. Uh, well, we're not saying that they should jump Wisconsin, but they're right behind them. So, um, yeah, we didn't say that. Lone Wolf said, "Does Oregon lost to uh, Does Oregon's loss hurt Utah's chances in CFP? Even if Utah does beat them in the Pac-12." Uh, Mike said, "I think Utah gets in with two wins, and then that thrashing of Navy by Notre Dame hurt the AAC." Yeah, it probably did. I don't think it should necessarily. Um, Lone Wolf, we'll talk about Oregon and Utah here in just a minute. Oregon sitting at 14, probably right. Uh, <laughs> we got the dog in here tonight. <laughs> For those that are wondering what Chris is doing. <laughs> I'm wrestling a beast. And speaking of thrashing. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go on and jump into the top 10 because that's what everybody wants to discuss. Number 10, Penn State. They are five at the composite. That was that's, a little surprising. I think that's shocking to me. I don't know how the composite has them at five. Uh, it's defense, an average of their, their defense hasn't been great since they finally started playing decent offensive teams, and their offense hasn't been great all season. All season, yeah. So what has them five? It, what, all what of the that stuff mean? that goes into it is a third down percentage and uh, uh, havoc rate and blah 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 blah. I mean, it's all the different metrics, right? So they are sitting at five at the composite. They're number ten in the rankings, but I think that that's why. Well, we'll get to this here in a minute. But it it's why Minnesota is at number eight now, right? Because they are, like, that committee loves Penn State. Remember, once upon a time, they had Penn State at four. Yeah, and then the next week, they subsequently got beat. Got beat. Yeah. And so, kind of got handled. Yeah. So, just just saying, I think that's what it is. They They love, like, Penn State looks good according to the numbers. And I think that's about it. I don't know how, though. Because I watch these games, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't make sense to me. So Penn State is five at the composite, number 10 in the rankings. Baylor is number nine. Mike jumps in. He said, uh, Baylor finally getting some love. Absolutely. They jumped up five spots. A little late. A little late. A little late. But, uh, but yeah, they're sitting at nine. They're 13 at the Magic Composite. Number eight, Minnesota. They are 15 at the composite. Number seven, Oklahoma is number nine at the composite. Number six, Utah is actually seven at the composite. Now, Utah sitting there at six. What everybody talked immediately about Oklahoma and Utah, are they going to have a chance to jump Alabama? 
Like obviously, if Alabama loses this weekend, which well, yeah, I think it's more win. it's more than likely that they will. But if Alabama does in fact win, I think that the Oregon loss does hurt Utah. Um, you see that the committee was not as as big a fan of Oregon look as maybe many, we thought they look were. Look how many Big 12 teams are in the top 25 as opposed to the Pac-12. Yeah. And I mean, as you've got one Pac-12, you know, at the at the that's bottom. Right. That's right. And then you've got Oregon at 14 and Utah at 6. Utah lost to the only other ranked top 25 Pac-12 team. That's right. Um, let's see. Uh Let's see, I'm getting too old for this. Said I like Baylor, but jumped too much, uh, in my opinion, for the Texas game. Yeah, I think that this was a, a, a market correction. Yes, I, I was just that, saying, I think this, this is, what Jesse not, this is not beating Texas. This is, we made a mistake, yeah. and we can't have them below all these other teams. Yeah, I think that's what that was. Uh, and then Mike said Ohio State was the first team to have a running back go for 100 yards against Penn State. Yeah, okay. I mean, the defense has been good. Okay. But... Defense hadn't looked great uh, in the last couple of games. Like that, that's the issue, right? So I don't know. The defense has looked good all year, but it's just against Ohio State and it's, against Minnesota. It's it good, didn't. but this is and this is my issue with Ohio State's defensive stats. Name a good offense in the Big Twelve in the, in, the, in the Big Ten. Name a great offense, not Ohio State in the Big Ten. I can't. I can't do it. All right, so so you're beating up on bad offenses. Yeah. That gives you great defensive stats, right? Are we going to acknowledge that at all? Are we just going to say, oh, but they're beating these good teams? These good teams are not known for moving the football. True. They're not known for scoring anyway. True. I mean, you got a, you got a valid point there. Uh, Mike, he said, uh, unless Baylor or Oklahoma blows one or the other out uh, and Utah wins out, I think Utah jumps to four. I don't think Utah gets in with with a win. Like I, I don't think a win over Colorado and then a win over Oregon, who would then be a three-loss team. That's right. Uh, I don't think that helps a bunch. I don't either. Uh, especially considering Alabama has to play another team to beat that, that Oregon team. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I, with all the Big 12 teams being in this ranking, and they've been in it for a long time. I mean, they've had Oklahoma State ranked in this thing for a while now. Early on, I didn't know that they belonged. I like Oklahoma State. I like Gundy, but I don't know that they deserved it. And and the fact that they've stayed in and they've stayed in and they've stayed in, it's just one of those things where I, it feels I think, like they're setting it I up think so they're that propping the yeah. Big Twelve. And we, they always do this, by the way. They always prop up a conference by overinflating a couple of teams. That tells me more about what the committee, their end game is, and oh, what yeah. it wants to do than. Um, and than anything else. Oh, yeah. Uh, but right now, currently, Utah is ranked over Oklahoma and over Baylor, and therefore, if they all win and Alabama and Georgia both lose, they would seemingly get that next spot. Somebody's got to jump them. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Somebody does. Now, I, I do think that Utah would get in over Oklahoma. I don't understand how, Oklahoma, how Utah is ranked higher than Oklahoma. Uh, they've looked insanely better against inferior opponents let's see mike said uh, i agree but half the game has been against second string defense uh and then by the way i was close on the virginia tech game this week yeah but i just don't like like my my issue my issue with them being better is their loss isn't nearly as good as oklahoma's loss but i know kansas state's not ranked and usc is 
Yeah, so that but, that helps. But, but at the end of the day, do we think we've watched a lot of football? We think Kansas State's a better football team than USC. Or do you not think that? I don't think that. See, I kind of do. I think they're probably a better coach team, but I, they're not nearly as talented. Well, no, but talent doesn't always win. If you're just going to do that, then take the teams with the highest ranked recruiting classes and stick them in the top five. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I, I, but that's not how we play this game, or else Baylor wouldn't be involved at all. M- Minnesota wouldn't be involved at all. No, I mean you got a valid point. So I, but to be fair, I, I don't. Beating the hell out of Arizona just does not move the needle for me, man. No. It it just doesn't. Well, it doesn't move the needle for uh for television viewers either. No. It's, did you see how many people watched that game? No, yeah, nobody. It was it was like literally five hundred thousand. Yeah, people, people in Utah didn't watch it. Yeah. It was like oh, no, we're good. It was we'll it was home. pretty bad. It's Alabama, Western Carolina did one point five million people. And Utah against Arizona, like a conference game, you know, a team that is supposed to be coming up for a playoff, they did five hundred thirty three thousand. No, it's, like, it's man. I, I just think I think they're going to struggle to get in. I think they're preparing for one of these Big Twelve teams to jump them. But I think what's going to hurt them is if Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma and Bedlam. Yeah, because then if Baylor wins, it's not going to be Oklahoma. It's a three loss team. It's the same problem that Utah's got right now. I actually think Utah would get in over Baylor no matter what. I, I don't think they would get in over Oklahoma. You got the name. You got the flash. You got Lincoln Riley. You've got you've got. Uh, Jalen, and and then you've got the television ratings of Oklahoma being a big time program. Yeah, yeah. No, you're 100 right. Uh, Lone Wolf, I believe Virginia Tech can dominate Virginia. Uh, do they have a chance to slow down Clemson and maybe even pull off the upset? I think they got a chance. I mean, they, they they've always got a chance. Here's the one thing you've got. Not that, not that you're battle tested at all. I don't know that Clemson is worlds better than Notre Dame. And you went into Notre Dame and you gave them all the hell they wanted. Yeah, I think Clemson is better than Notre Dame. Let me, let me get that straight. But but are they just so marketably better? What you have is this will be the first time somebody's had a chance to actually hit Clemson in the face. Yeah, and and I I I watched Alabama do it when they played LSU. You don't have to be the number one or number two team in the country to be this. You hit a team in the face that has moonwalked through a schedule. They are going to take a couple of uh, drives to figure out what's happened before they come back. And if you can take advantage of that, if you can get a lead a shot. And, and don't give it up, then it's fine. It's going to be hell to hang on to, but you got a shot. Yeah. You got a shot, but you got to hit them. And you got to hit them early. You got to hit them often. Mike said Pac-12 doesn't have the support unless it's a big dog. Uh, well, the problem be is, USC. is the commissioner of this whole thing is the commissioner of, yeah. the, of, 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 of the athletic director at Oregon. And he's got a financial stake in them getting somebody in. Yeah. He um, only has to be recused when they're talking about Oregon, which Oregon is no longer in consideration for this thing. And he's got a financial obligation to make sure Utah gets in. Yeah. Oklahoma is playing around with teams where Utah is dominating them. Uh, and that's that's 100% it. Utah is is demolishing teams right now. I just right think now. we're at a point in the schedule where win and survive, survive and advance, right? Yeah. I just don't care about style points. I don't. Beating the oh, I've already said this. Beating the hell out of Arizona doesn't do anything for me. Had had Oklahoma won all of their games, wouldn't oh, be a problem. Well, yeah, if they're undefeated, if they're undefeated. Doesn't matter if if Baylor is undefeated. Far doesn't matter. Far in a uh, superior conference than the Pac-12. Yeah, far superior. I agree. However, Utah, you know they they are pointing back to well, our running back Zach Moss was out that game, and that well, you can't. 
you can't do that. Everybody's got guys hurt. Well, you can't do that without pointing out that USC was down to their third-string third quarterback, quarterback and still beat you. Yeah. Like, that's that's where Utah is going to have problems. That's the red flag. Yeah. So, it's, you know, the, the, the most potent offense that Utah has played all season put 30 points on them and gave them an L. And that they, becomes they had, a problem. They had their third-string quarterback in. Yeah. So, that that's where it's an issue. Uh, Mike said the issue is win and survive won't jump. True, true. I don't. I don't think it works. But win and survive shouldn't cause you to fall. That's that's my. Yeah, opinion. it shouldn't cause you to fall. You shouldn't go backwards, and other teams shouldn't jump you because they're beating the hell out of high school teams. The only chance that Utah has right now is for Alabama to lose to Auburn and for Georgia to lose to LSU. That's what Utah needs. Oh yeah, yeah. That those two things have to happen. And Both then with those Oklahoma, have to happen. Like Oklahoma needs. Utah to get beat, and they need well. They they need Utah to maybe not look good against Oregon. How's that? I do think if that's a close game and Oklahoma's a close game, I think Oklahoma jumps them as well. Yeah, because Oklahoma will end up having the the better resume. Yeah, which it won't be much better. They're not, and they're not over them. I mean they they've got they've got the one comeback win at Baylor. Win and then they would have a win, win over win over Texas better than any win Utah's got. Win over Iowa State better than yeah. Any I mean win that, Utah's no got. because the the Texas win Texas over is Baylor better than any win Utah's got. All right, that one definitely is better than better than um, a win over TCU. I mean, I'm name a team in the Pac-12 that's better than those four teams I just named. That's well, not Oregon because you hadn't played Oregon yet. Washington, Washington State. Washington uh, and Washington State are not better than those teams. They're, they're not better than not. Texas and TCU. No, they are not. Oh, I disagree wholeheartedly. I think at, if say? nothing else, they're at least say? better. Let's see. They've got Texas at thirty-one. They've got Washington's not going to be thirty-one or higher. Nope. Kansas State is thirty-three. Washington is thirty-four. Go Let's to go see. to the analytics. Unbiased, unbiased opinions that doesn't care what the Georgia Arizona State is forty. Da, 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 da. TCU is forty-two. What else we got? Washington State is forty-seven. I mean, so you're talking about a couple of you're talking about top fifty teams, teams between thirty and fifty. But once again, I stand by my previous statement. They got four wins over teams that are better than anybody. Anybody Utah has beaten. How is that not a better resume? Yeah, you might be right. We're not talking about one win over two teams that may be close to one another. We're talking I, about four wins. Let's see. Uh, we've got a few more. Uh, let's see. Oh, I agree, but Utah is ahead of Oklahoma. Said Mike, uh, I'm getting too old for this. Said, who's the most underrated and overrated in this ranking? Uh, let's uh, we, can, we can discuss that. Uh, and then Mike said, I think Alabama, to get in, needs to dominate Auburn. No, I, I don't think so anymore. I, I think, think they, just, they, they just need to win and Georgia lose. Yeah, that's, that's how Alabama I gets think, in. I think Alabama moonwalks into this thing if they just win. The one, most one-point fluky win. The most underrated team in this. In the whole top 25 or in, in like the consideration of this whole thing? No, I think in, in, the, in this whole top 25 right now, this week. The most underrated ranking? Yeah. Michigan is not close. Michigan's a top five team right now. Whew. Michigan's a top five team the way they're playing football right now. I don't know if I. Agree I think with that. I'd take Michigan over Georgia. I'd take Michigan over Alabama. I'd take Michigan over Oklahoma, over Utah, over Minnesota, over Baylor, over Penn State, over Florida, over Wisconsin. I'd take Michigan over all of those teams. 
Mike said top seven. That's it. He, he yeah, did say he did say underrated is uh, is Michigan. Um, they're he the said most overrated. overrated is Penn State. Penn State's the most overrated, and no no question, not even close. <sighs> Penn State's got one good win where they almost cocked it up at the end, and should have, and should have. That was the biggest game, wide out at Happy Valley, and they had to hang on with all they had to not get got. I was going to say Notre Dame. I think Michigan. I mean, you might be right with Michigan. Okay, so it's so. Man, I don't know. I think since he, like the way that they've been playing, could be overrated. But I don't think they have the most overrated. Nineteen, they're not overrated. I mean, and not, where, and not with only you, one loss. Where would you have them? I mean, you know. I mean, nineteen's fine. Okay, maybe that's a good maybe Boise them. State could be ranked higher than. Like them, I will say this. That's not an overrated or the, underrated thing. Ben, he said after that Army game, like it, yes, different, gotta, different time of the year. They, keep they've looked way to, better. Keep hanging on to week two because it's yeah. a different season right now. It just is. It doesn't mean they get into the college football playoffs, but right now, they. I'm not saying they should be ranked there. By the way, I'm making that abundantly clear. Where a team ranked and where a team, like what they are in real life, are two different things. They deserve to be ranked behind Wisconsin. Because Wisconsin beat them, and the resumes are kind of equal right now. So, but that doesn't matter. If they were to play right now, Michigan would be a seven-point favorite over Wisconsin. Or, no, and I don't think it matters. I think they beat the hell out of them too. Let's see. Let's. Uh, they play Penn State. They're favorite over Penn State today. Circle went ahead and released their uh, their odds makers top twenty-five. Uh, they've got Clemson one, Ohio State two, LSU three, Georgia four. Oklahoma 5, Alabama 6, Michigan 7, Utah 8, Wisconsin 9, uh, Auburn 10, Oregon 11, Florida 12, Penn State 13, Texas A&M 14, Notre Dame 15. Um, and I'm not going to get into the top. They would have A&M at 14? Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, but, I do but think having, A&M's a far better team than what their record says because of their schedule. Oh and, yeah, and they're much more experienced at this point in time than they were last year. They're going to get a bowl matchup that's going to be hell for the team they have to play. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, on Periscope, College Picks Four said, "Without a loss to Michigan, would you say Notre Dame would have gotten that four spot?" Uh, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I still um, think it would have been. Jo- I do think they would be six, though. Yeah, I think so. I think they would be six because I think Alabama and Georgia would be ranked over them. KB said Memphis over Notre Dame in the Cotton Bowl. Book it. Uh, I think it's going to be Florida, but we'll see. Like according to the rankings right now, I think it's going to be Florida. I would much rather Notre Dame. It's just fun, more fun. Oh, game. it's a lot more fun. Yeah. Uh, and then Mike. A team to watch. Mike said the theme up north has turned the corner as much as it kills me to say. Uh, as far as who would be ranked over who, or not ranked, but what the uh, what the line would be uh, on a neutral, Alabama would be favored by two over Michigan. I'd take that. Uh, Michigan would be favored by three and a half over Wisconsin. Um, I'd take Michigan in that. Most surprising thing, I think, is that Clemson would be a six and a half point favorite over LSU right now. I would take all that. Give me me all those dogs. (laughs) Uh, Oklahoma would be a one point favorite over Alabama currently. Uh, I would not take that. No. Uh, Lone Wolf, what if Michigan beats Ohio State? How far do they... Wait, how, how far, far do, do they, they jump and how far does Ohio State fall? Because that's got to be the question, right? How far does it affect the ranking? Yeah. Who does that help? What well, helps Michigan and hurts Ohio State. And I don't think it helps anybody else because uh, I think Ohio State is still in with one loss. 
to Michigan at the big house. I absolutely think they get in, but they dropped a four, which means Georgia. Well, no, they dropped a three. Didn't we talk about this earlier? They would only drop to they would drop to four. No, they wouldn't. They, no, would they drop dropped to three because they've got a better res, better resume and better loss than Georgia. You're yeah. right. We did talk about that. You're correct. So let's see. And then Mike says, uh, "I feel if Ohio State or LSU lose one game, they will be the four seed." Yes. Well, I think once again, I think they'd be the three seed. The crazy thing is, what happens if both of them lose? I, you get you still have the same Final Four. Nothing changes. You still get the same Final Four we got right now. It's just mixed up different. Clemson is one. Georgia's probably two. And then I don't know who would be Ohio. If, if it is the way it is now. I mean, if it's Minnesota ranking, that beats Ohio State, then then you got to put Minnesota in there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was doing, we, I thought we were talking about if Michigan beat them. If Minnesota beats them. All bets are off at that point. Because then it, State, it may be. Ohio State might get bounced. Or. Or LSU no, might get there's, there's zero chance that the, this there's zero <laughs> chance that this resume that LSU has gone through that they have one loss and they're not in and some other one loss team is in that is zero chance of happening. They will have been on the road at Texas. Now I know Texas is going to finish with five losses, but on the road at Texas, on the road at Alabama, they beat Florida, who is a top ten team right now. They beat Auburn, who is a top fifteen team right now. That you you can't say that that and then they will have played A and M, like you you just cannot say that resume does not belong in the playoffs. You just can't do it. Yeah, uh, Ian said the only uh, loss would be to a number four team, Georgia, which yeah. is the best loss that anybody's got on the resume. Well, I mean, I think Alabama's would be. Well, I guess no, it, because they, Alabama's no, because at then, home and we got to go on the road. That it won't it won't be on the road. It's in a neutral. Whatever. Either way, Ian Driscoll said it. So if Utah loses to Colorado, Pac-12 has no chance at all. No. Correct. Yes. No chance Not at that a, point. Uh, Mike said three and four. If they get under, they finish out. And then Mike said Minnesota still needs to beat Wisconsin. Yes, that's true. Correct. Uh, we're going to record our gambling picks here in just a minute. Correct. And yeah, I, I'm going to give you a little preview. I I like uh, I like Wisconsin this weekend. So we'll uh we can discuss it. We'll figure it out. Uh, we have been going for about 30 minutes now. Is there anything else that we need to hit on this? Yeah, we didn't finish it. Oh, no, five we didn't. Five is Bama. Five, four yeah, is five Georgia, Bama. Three is Clemson. LSU got the old screw job. Don't know what the hell they were supposed to do. Beat the shit out of somebody, and all of a sudden, you get bounced. <laughs> I don't know what they have to do. I don't know what the committee wants. Look at their schedule. Look at what I, they've gone I don't through. know why you're getting all worked up about this. Because it's... I, Told you, and Mike said, I knew Chris would be mad. Look, Rightfully I have, so, I have told you that they were going to set this up to get Alabama in and to get them against Ohio State because that well, is I a hope ratings we have an all banana. SEC title game again, and then that will teach them to quit trying to fuck with the numbers. Yeah. Quit trying to make a matchup because then you get an all SEC title game again. When if you just let the two SEC teams play in the first round, then you're guaranteed to get somebody else in the title game. You don't piss everybody off in the country. Yeah. But instead, they got to mess with shit. That's what the SEC does or the, the NCAA does better than anybody else. Let's take something that's really good. Let's take something that works really, really well. And let's just get our hands all in it and see how bad we can screw it up. KV said, Gary hates LSU so much. Book it. I don't hate LSU as much as I hate Auburn. Yeah, Gary likes to pick on weaklings. <laughs> Somebody stands up to him, he's like, yeah, I'm cool with those guys. They're my friends. That's No, I don't I have don't, any problem with LSU at all. I mean, LSU's fine. 
Whatever. That's what I would say you too. Know? Somebody kick my ass. It's like once every eight years is totally fine. Like come, I, well, we come to your house and we collect payment. That's fine. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. It's all good. Uh, let's see. Mike said, I really don't think Bama beats Ohio State. I don't think they beat Auburn this weekend. I don't either, boys. So we'll see. I don't either. I'm taking all those points if you want some gambling pick now. Yeah, yeah, we're jumping into that. It's, I don't know why KB got to try and rile us up, man. KB always KB's does going this. to the Memphis game with me. Is he? On Friday? Yeah, he just hit me up. Oh, good, good, good. We just made that happen while y'all were talking. That's, <laughs> so while we were going through all this, you making plans. I see how it goes. Uh, so, yeah, like for anybody that hasn't paid attention, um, Ohio State jumps LSU this week after a – I'm not going to say subpar because they they were pretty dominant in the game. Um, But they did look beatable against Penn State for the first time all season. They scored one touchdown after the first three minutes of the second half. Yeah. I mean, they were up 21 to nothing. Okay. In the rain. The other team came back and scored 17. And then Ohio State got one more touchdown. Let's see. uh, KB said you wouldn't ride with Coach O in a Hummer. I would. I know, I know Chris would. Anywhere. Mike said it's about defense. Ben said agreed with Chris about Penn State being too high and LSU has the best resume, but would be interesting to weigh a one-loss P5 champ versus one-loss LSU or Ohio State non-champ for the fourth spot. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm curious about. Like, if Minnesota beats Wisconsin and then beats Ohio State, does the committee have the nuts to put Ohio State in over Minnesota? Like, I, I think that's some interesting stuff, right? I don't know. I don't know who gets bounced then. Or or if, if Georgia beats LSU and Minnesota beats Ohio State. That's, that's where you get catastrophe. Because if LSU wins, you just bounce Georgia and you put both the Big Ten teams in. Yeah. But then, because you moved all this shit around to make sure you didn't get two SEC teams to play first, now you're going to probably get two Big Ten teams to play first. I mean, that'd be nuts. Because you don't know what the hell you're doing. No, I guess you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't because... You'd have LSU 1, you'd have Clemson 2, and then you'd have... You'd have, like, Minnesota 3, Ohio State 4. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Ian said, it's about money, Ohio State brings more eyeballs. Yeah, 100%. That's that's why I was talking about... so does Oklahoma, though. Oh, it's not even close if you look at at TV ratings. If you compare Oklahoma and Utah, you don't think that's close? That's not close. No, it's a, that, no Oklahoma Utah is not close whatsoever. That's, but that's but what Oklahoma gonna, has looked like trash most of the year, and that's, that's what we're going to end up comparing when you're talking about this four spot if chalk holds out. It's so I have been keeping up with the rankings or not the the TV ratings this year because I do this every season because it always tends to hold you know strong. And if you look back, like Alabama obviously has the best TV ratings of the the five that are in question right now. Let's see. College football ratings. Here we go. Um, so all of the, the games that have actually been... Da, 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 there we go. Of all the games that have actually been through the Nielsen rating, Alabama averages 4.29 million viewers per game. Which is, I don't even have LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson in this. Utah averages 910,000. Baylor, 1.45 million. Oklahoma, 3.66 million. Minnesota, 1.9 million. So, even if Baylor wins out, no chance for Baylor. 
Oklahoma has the second most eyeballs on it besides Alabama. Minnesota's got the third. Um, and then you got Baylor and you got Utah. The issue with Utah is Utah has been killing people. But they've been killing inferior opponents. Yes, again. they have. They, At some point in time, all the com- if they reward that, all the committee's going to do is encourage teams to to just kill Not play schedules. anybody in non-conference. Kill their schedules. Yeah. Play high school teams and beat the hell out of them. I think that's kind of what they've been doing anyway. But they got to stop encouraging that. I mean, they... You have you, you to got reward, Baylor up there at nine. And, you have to reward teams for playing somebody good. Now, if you play a good conference, I don't care what your non-con is. Slave, slave driver jumped in. He said, number one, Akron. Two, UTEP. Three, Tunica Community College. Four, who cares? I don't know where these people come from, man. Oh, man. Uh, Mike said Pac-12 is garbage. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they're playing their conference opponents, and, and they didn't play anybody really out of conference. Non-con. They played BYU. They played Northern Illinois. So people, and yeah, people who want else? To, people want to crap on Baylor because they played nobody in non-con, but they got nine conference games that are better than anybody that Utah's going to play all year. Yeah. So do those nine games not count because they played Rice once? I'd, I mean, at some point, it, in time, I'll tell you, you this: it doesn't help. The, you have to look at the whole schedule, though. You just have to. You're going to play 12 games. you got to look at all 12 of them. You can't parse it out and say, but they didn't play anybody this week. Yeah, everybody's got those weeks. Lone Wolf said the SEC has uh, has more better teams in conference than any conference Ohio State. Uh, Not close. Let's see. You're in any conference, right. Ohio State looked beatable. LSU, I believe, outscored Georgia and Ohio State. Uh, let's see. Mike said one problem with that is uh, – is these damn schedules are years out. Yes, 100%. That, and I don't understand that either. We've talked the, about that multiple these times. These teams are all pli- flying on private planes. Why Georgia and Clemson said we're going to play each other in a decade? What, what? Ten years from now, who the hell cares? Play next year. Line it up. Yeah. I mean, both of y'all got a high school team on your schedule. Go go pay them $100,000, break out of the contract, and play one another. Yeah, that would this that is, makes sense. This is not that hard. I mean, it's the same thing. Alabama's playing Wisconsin in – yeah. Eight years. Yeah, 30 years. Alabama's playing Nobody Notre cares. Dame. Alabama's, play, you know, it, all of the, like, Georgia's doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it, all of the bigger teams it's are doing these, which is great because they need, because college football attendance is dwindling. But That's but why they're doing it. But why do it in a decade? Why do it 10 years from now? I agree. You're going to hop on a private plane and fly somewhere next year anyway. So play a good team. Yeah. Next year. Let's do it. Next year. I'd be where we know where these teams are ranked, where we know these teams are on even footing. Oh yeah, we don't know what Clemson and Georgia are going to look like in a decade. No, I mean if Kirby Smart's still there, Georgia's going to be awful. Dabo might be the coach somewhere else. I mean, to be like, look at it this way: um, Alabama scheduled Duke like three years ago for this season, and because they thought Duke was going to be awesome. Well, no, they they thought Duke was going to be pretty good, at least a top twenty five team, and that's why the college or the uh, the Chick fil A whatever people put the game together. Chick fil A put it together because Alabama said we're willing to play in Atlanta. Yeah, and and they and brought Duke because they thought Duke would be a top twenty five team because sense. they thought they'd have Daniel Jones and all this kind of mess. That's what they thought. They didn't think any of that. That's it. They said Alabama's showing up in Atlanta. They'll bring a million people with them and spend a ton of money. The Yes, that had a lot to do with it. That had everything but they to wanted do with to bring Duke because you to played be a Louisville marquee. the year before that, and nobody thought they were going to be worth a damn either. Oh, the best player in Louisville's history just graduated and left. 
Let's play him that. Let's play him right after that. Let's not play him while Lamar's there. No, we don't want any part of that. He almost beat Deshaun Watson. They beat us that year. We don't want any part of that. Saban's not. So you you think they have the the capabilities of looking and seeing who's on a roster and saying we'll play when those guys have graduated? I absolutely think they have that. But they haven't graduated. Both of those guys left early for the draft. What do you think Lamar was going to do? He won the Heisman Trophy. You think he, was he won the Heisman Trophy as a sophomore? Okay, and then he left after his junior year. He was the best quarterback in the country. Why would no. he not left? <laughs> not that, not that uh, uh, last year. It's, I mean, remember we were still looking at Deshaun Watson, and we we were not. Yeah. You were. Anyway, I don't know why I get into these arguments. Uh, <laughs> because you've now seen yourself to be on the wrong side of history with that. On the wrong side of oh of the Lamar Jackson yes, thing sir. oh no 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 I still got time he's only started nineteen games you brother you and Clay I ain't Travis putting him in Canton can, yet you, you and Clay Travis can hang out on that island that's totally fine it won't be just us you're wrong because there were a lot of people putting Jared Goff in the Hall of Fame this time last year well yeah those guys were idiots too I mean just because other people are morons doesn't make it okay for you to say moronic things what have I said that's moronic right that now that Lamar Jackson should have <laughs> tried out as wide receiver. You were on Bill Polian's nuts about him running the 40. On this show, live in front Two of everybody. Two years ago? Yes, when he was at the Combine, sure. I thought he should have. I know you did, because you didn't think he could make it as a quarterback. And you made that clear. And he threw four picks against Mississippi State. He threw four picks against Kentucky. Like a, Okay. You know, he played against good defenses. Uh, I've missed a whole bunch here. KB said, honestly, the American gets no respect. We'd love to see Pac-12 and American play uh, many games against each other. I take the American. Oh, yeah, I'd agree long. with that. All day long, I'd take them. Mike said, Ohio State against Georgia in six years. Yeah, that's that's going to be a fun Is matchup, there a but it's six years. If Utah goes gets left out with one loss, can they play in the Cotton Bowl against the American, the winner of the American, Memphis or, or Cincinnati? Uh, no, if Utah wins the Pac-12 and gets left out, they would be in the Rose Bowl. Ah, shit, you're right. So, this is why we got to get rid of conference tie-ins. I think they'd rather be in the Rose Bowl. Well, they would, but yeah. does the Rose Bowl would Rose Bowl rather have Utah? Because I bet they would rather say I'd rather pick somebody else over who? Utah. Yeah, Utah over who? I if I think they would love the Rose, a Utah like Minnesota matchup. If you, I don't know that anybody in Southern California would love that matchup. Oh, I I think it would sell tickets like hotcakes. Hundred percent. That place would be full. Okay, that might happen. How many people watching that game? I think uh, you'd be surprised. the The Rose Bowl is going to draw people no matter what. We're going to disagree. We'll check out the ratings after Notre Dame versus Wisconsin and Clemson next year, plus their usual rivals USC and Stanford. That'll be an incredible schedule. Notre Dame yeah. always plays a hard schedule. Yeah, next always. year will just be a little more difficult than usual. Yes. Uh, let's see. Mike said Rose Bowl. Yeah, he agrees. Uh, I believe Lone Wolf said I believe ACC SEC challenge. Or SEC Big Ten or Big Twelve, Pac twelve, and include uh, ACC AAC. wants no part of the SEC. No, they, they Clemson might be able to hang with the top team. That will be it. That that's where the list will end. Yeah, Vanderbilt yeah. Vanderbilt would beat the hell out of whoever the bottom feeder is in the ACC. Oh, they, I don't know about this year. Vanderbilt is really really bad. Uh, yeah, having conference challenges would be a lot of fun. I'd love that. I mean, they do it in basketball. I would, too. I think it'd be great in football. I would, too. We, you know? We, we see this very similarly. I, uh, we'll I'd, never get it because that makes sense in the 
people that run college football just want to mess it up. Uh, Mike asks, you think we move to power six? I think we should. I, no, not and I yet. I think we should go to an 18 playoff. Somebody yeah, think, said that at some point in time in here. but Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think the 18 playoff would be better for television. And I, I mean, you look at it this year, I, are there eight teams that need to be in this thing? Yes, there absolutely are. Man, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I well, think you've all got... All the Utah apologists think that they can win the national championships, and they absolutely believe there should be. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I do agree that it would be good for television. I mean, here's what the, the matchups would be right now. Uh, Ohio State, Minnesota. Well, I mean, you're already going to get that. Uh, LSU, so let's call it LSU and Minnesota. Let's flip those two to where it rightfully should be. All right, so you got that matchup. LSU, Minnesota, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Great matchup. Incredible. Uh, Utah. You don't think Oklahoma could win this thing? I don't think they would, and I don't think they'll be favored to, but you don't think they can? They can't win three games? No, I don't think so. Not against these teams. No, I don't either, but okay, go ahead. (laughs) Number six, Utah against number three, Clemson. That could be fun. That would be a fun game. That would be the hardest game Clemson had played all year. Yeah. If Utah got by them, they earned their spot. And then number four, Georgia against number five, Alabama. Of course, everybody would like to see that. Yeah. I mean, I'd be good with it. So, yeah. And you don't think either Georgia or Alabama could win this thing? Because both of them aren't getting in. Let's see. Mike said Brady Quinn has a perfect schedule for an 18 playoff. I don't know how else you would do it. Like, surely they're not talking about giving out buys. Well, not if it's eight teams. No. That's if it's a, eight teams, you can't do buys. There's, there's, now, I'm sure he's probably got a power, uh, a group of five team in. Oh, probably. Because because if you ever do it, you got to open. See, I'm not one that says you have to hold a spot for somebody. No, I, if, don't, I don't believe if, that either. If you're a group of five team and you're ranked there, but we got to stop deflating the rank of the group of five teams. You got to fairly rank them. Yeah. You, you can't do the bull crap where we're just going to hold them all at the bottom and none of them can ever get up there. I mean, the year UCF was in, they should have been, they weren't ranked in the top eight, but they should have been ranked in the top yeah. eight. There's no reason there was nine teams over them. Ian said, uh, what do you think of Mike Leach's 64 team playoff idea? I love it. That's it, yeah. No, no, listen, there's very few things that Mike Leach is ever going to say that I'm going to disagree with, but I, I actually, I'm not afraid of it. Yeah, Lone Wolf, I agree. Mike and uh, AAC play a ten game uh, championship and neutral get site. Of, get rid of all the all the you know the the bull crap, all the non cons. Basically, play a ten game schedule. Yeah, all in your conference, and then duke it and out. then have at it. And then duke it out. Mike said, uh, "No, to make sure not missing exams and still get holidays." Uh, basketball holidays. teams. I mean, that the college basketball players are doing this, so like. Exams and holidays. Uh, if there's an eight-team playoff, they need to include the Citrus Bowl rotation due to historic factor. Uh, See, it, it ain't about you, history. It's say, about anytime you money. bring in history and tradition as a reason to do something, I'm going to disagree with it immediately. Yep. Not that I hate history or hate tradition, but it's a terrible reason to change something or to do something. Yeah. If it's the right thing to do and it's historical, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't not do it because of history. But, but. That's how we got ourselves into the problem of the Pac-12 and the Big Ten always get to play in the Rose Bowl, and that's considered the best bowl of the year. Well, who the hell says that's the best bowl of the year? And really, it could be Utah and Minnesota, and that's the number one bowl game of the year? 
but it's the granddaddy of them all because it's historically always been that. Like that's that's how you back yourself into a corner and you get a bunch of bullshit matchups that nobody cares about but those two organizations. Yeah. Yeah. I History agree. and tradition is a reason why so many things in college sports are a problem. Mike said uh, it will give Group of Five a chance. Uh, he said 18 playoff and NFL-style scheduling or playing top 10 teams from the year before. I agree uh, I agree with that. It will give them a chance. Yeah. It didn't automatically get them in. I'm not, I'm not for giving out handouts, but it gets them a shot. Yeah. I'm good with that. All right. We've been going for 40, Let's get 46 minutes. So Thank you, guys. We this appreciate y'all. Of course, uh, go over to tunicatravel.com. Tunica, Mississippi is the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books. The website will give you all of the information. Tunicatravel.com. And go to winningcureseverything.com. Go check out all of our stuff there. Um, I mean, we, we got our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, etc. cetera. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe. Hit However that like button. you're watching, yeah. share it out. Share the show out. We, we appreciate, appreciate you guys. And on the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button and that you leave a nice review. We always appreciate that. We will see you all again, uh, well, later this evening because we'll have our gambling picks and our previews and everything else. We hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. You guys stay safe out there. Enjoy the weekend. Hopefully it's profitable for everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.